This is the Merienda Stories podcast. We aim to offer a virtual table for people all over the world to share their stories. Because we believe that exchanging life experiences is one of the best ways to learn, grow, and enrich life. We are just real people having real conversations about real life. Over a nice merienda, why not? My name is Anna. And I am Jesus. And, and we, we are, are your hosts at Merienda Stories. Okay, so let's start. So, welcome to episode two of Merienda Stories. Um, we're really excited today because we have a guest, um, and Jesus will introduce him. So, his name is Meisam. He's from uh, Iran, and we have been friends for already quite a few years, at least five or six. We met in, in Munich, where we both live currently. And we are, I'm really, really glad to have you, Mason, here and talk about very interesting, interesting topics. Welcome to Marina Stories, episode two. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Who By is... the way, uh, Mason, do you have any Merienda with you? No, I didn't bring anything. That's totally fine. Actually, I thought you, I thought you would give me at the end or something. <laughs> Well, we should do that, yes. <laughs> we are not there yet, but maybe on episode 100, you can join us again. And then we might be, you know, have more budget for that. <laughs> but maybe you can tell us um, what is what would be a typical snack, actually, um, that maybe you, you grew up with as a child? Like, what is your favorite snack? My favorite snack? Oh, cool. Nuts. We eat. Lots of nuts, yeah, in the hazelnut, walnut, and then mm. when you mix them with rosin, rosin, raisins, yeah, raisin, exactly, German yeah. and English. <laughs> when you mix them, mix them together. It tastes super good. So mm. I had a grandmother of a, my father, not my own grandmother, and whenever we went to her home, actually. She gave us lots of them. She put the hands in his in her pocket and then uh, yes, oh, just, <laughs> just directly from her well, pocket. <laughs> yeah, was, nice. We liked her. Like nice. grandmas. They are the best. <laughs> yeah, no, true. <laughs> I, I think like nuts, if you have really good quality nuts, it tastes super different from you know just regular ones. So yeah. Cool. Yeah, good. Today actually is kind of a special edition of Merinda Stories. It's like evening already in Germany. So you could say it's what in Spain we call Merienda Cena, which is Merienda Dinner. <laughs> so I have something actually, I think Anna, you and me have the same, right? Because we are spending the weekend together. So what is this, Anna? Tell us. So I have the box. So it's uh, cookies, no, biscuits from Amsterdam. I was coming from a business trip and I passed through the Schiphol airport and bought these. Um, it's with like really good aged North Holland Gouda. So it's really, yeah, very cheesy. So sorry, Mesam, maybe someday we can, we can share some. <laughs> or maybe someday you can, uh, you know, put some food through the screen and you, you can yes. get some. Where's mine? <laughs> yes. Sorry, very cheesy. Oh, I mean, this, yeah, where's, okay. No, no, okay, what can I say? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Next time. And I'm having mine with uh, Radler. 
pink okay. grapefruit radla. So it's half beer, half lemonade. Um, but this one is like specific, a uh, specific kind with the pink grape, grapefruit and really, really mm -hmm. good. Nice. Cool. All right. Nice. Well, hopefully we can have merienda soon in person at some point, but all right. So maybe we can start with a little introduction. I think Jesus said a little bit about you, but, um, could you maybe tell us, uh, about your hometown and like, what brought you to Munich? Because you've been living in Germany for some time. Um, what brought you there? Longest story. <laughs> Good. I'm from Iran, as Jesus said. And uh, did I say hello? Yeah, I say hello now. I'm yes. from Iran, as Jesus said. And um, I was born in Tehran. Tehran is the capital of Iran. And I lived there 25 years. And I was working there, I studied there. And at the end of the, like at this point, when I got 25, I was not so happy with my situation and things were not going so well for me. Like, and I, I wanted to do something else and to experience like new, new stuff, but it's a cliche, but in my work, actually, I didn't have at that time, I didn't, I didn't have really progress. I didn't have the passion to do what I was doing. Mm. And I was thinking, no, I don't go anywhere with this job. And it's time to do something different. Mm. And I was a person who was too much dependent on the family as well. Mm -hmm. Like I did everything with my parents, or let's say my parents did everything with me. So. <laughs> <laughs> We stayed yeah. yeah, you can, you can. We traveled always together. We did everything together. And for me, it was like enough. I want my own life. Yeah, 25 years. It's time to fly. And then I did a radical flight. I left the country to Malaysia. Ah, okay. Malaysia? Yeah. Malaysia. Okay. Malaysia. Malaysia, Bulle. Miss Malaysia can, it is a political country. And then I lived there for like six months. And my goal was not to stay in Malaysia. My goal was to move to Australia. Wow. But okay. it didn't happen because from Malaysia, Australia, I, I had some plans in my mind. I do my master in Malaysia, master study, and then I go get a PhD in Australia where I apply to become a skilled worker in Australia. But so this was your plan. It was the plan. But someone else had another plan for me and the universe. And <laughs> yeah, I got sick at the end of the six months. I got sick. Physically, I got sick physically and I got sick mentally. And I told myself I go back home because I cannot, I will not survive here. But on the other hand, I was thinking, yeah, I left the home, so I don't want to go back again there. And I was starting, start, I started to find others, to find other possibilities. And then I found a position, a master study position in Sweden, Gothenburg. Mm. And then nice. from, from tropical temperature, weather, like 30 degrees every day, lots of rain. I went to Sweden like, maybe zero, minus two, minus three, 
facts, no? Whoa. I studied in Sweden for two years. I survived. <laughs> I like the country. And then it was the and end. Then, two years, and it what, was the end. Yeah. And what and what happened then for you to move to Germany? Why didn't you stay there? I wanted to stay there. I applied for jobs and at the end of the day, no. I found a job in Germany, in Munich. Mm. And of course, engineers go for the job. And I moved to <laughs> Germany. I knew someone from this job before, so through him, I made some network. Like He didn't give me the position directly, but a friend of him has an open position. And then I could come here. So in, here, and you really like it, and eight years, how, how long already, eight years? I came here August 2012. Wow. Wow. Crazy. Hmm. Cool. Man, I came for the first time to Germany also to make, a, to make a language course, yeah. So that month also, so it was the destiny. There, there was something <laughs> that we had to meet in life. August 2012? Yeah, also. Crazy. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Which day? I, I, I remember the day. I don't remember that much. Already. <laughs> I'm already getting old, you know, and my mind doesn't uh, keep track of everything anymore. So you moved around a lot. I didn't know this part about moving to Malaysia, then to Sweden. I also just learned that today. And then to Germany. So maybe tell us what what... What do you think is the best part of, of doing that? Like, do you, because you, you made this decision that you wanted to leave home and then you, you know, you have, you had some challenges and you had to kind of change the plan and you didn't stick to your original plan, but on the other hand, like you kind of continued and the, the plan changed um, over time. So what, what do you think were the, let's say, best parts of it and maybe also the worst parts of that experience? The plan actually changed two times. One was the Malaysia-Australia change, and I really wanted to stay in Sweden, but it was not possible. Mm. Uh, so and what's the best part of that? Okay, like when I moved the country, it wasn't, for me, it was a need, it was a force. I also, I was happy I was doing that, but also I was not happy that I leave my family behind me. Mm. But I had to decide. And the best part of all this process, all the things that happened is that I get my dependency back. I could stay on my own feet. I, I was there 25 years. I was living with family. I was doing everything. With, I was too much dependent on them. Mm. And to be out and then I have the control of my life. I know myself what I'm going to do next when I'm going to plan something, when I'm going to make a holiday, when I'm going to go back home to visit my family. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. the best Yeah, the best is that, that I am, I'm in control now. Mm. I think it's really always a growth experience when you make these like life, you know, changes. It, it helps you grow as a person. And like you said, get to know yourself also as a person and yeah, develop. So maybe a little bit of a, a comparison of like how your life was in Malaysia, in Sweden, in Germany. Like, how would you, you know, which which do you like the most? Let's say. Okay, the I most say most of the worst. 
I can say, I can say, okay, first thing I did in every three country, I started learning the language, even in Malaysia. Mm, that's good. And, Whoa. Yeah, and I say, the, okay, I think Malaysian language was not super easy for me to learn. After a while, I gave up. Then Swedish was, yeah, considered a language. Swedish is, if, if, if German is 100 pages of grammar, Swedish is 20 pages. So, oh. You can see Old? that. What yeah. are we doing here still? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. And which one I like more? Actually, I cannot say which one I especially like more. Like different, like Malaysia, I like that it's always warm, okay? Mm. I didn't like that it was everyday rainy, but mm. the tropical weather, okay, it was, it was warm. Like, yeah, I think the temperature I like there in Malaysia. Mm, for sure. But it's like yeah. you stayed in you stayed in Germany. So what made you make that decision actually? And eventually you also now um, transfer or changed your nationality. Um, so what made you make this decision? And I guess how has that kind of impacted your life? My work. <laughs> I would say my work, like uh, yeah, I, I mean I'm here eight years and I wanted to get the German nationality because it could make my life easier. It could make like German passport is one of the best passports in the world. So you can travel to many countries without visa. Before that, I needed to apply for visa to go to many places. But with German passport, no, I, I am free to go everywhere I want to go. And for you, really, this makes a huge difference, I guess, right? Because with your Iranian passport, you are much more limited and you need visa, like, for many places, no. right? That's so true. this is for you, like, wow, I'm free now. I have so much possibilities and so less paperwork. Cool That's now. true. That's true. That's true, my friend. I'm laughing because I got my passport somewhere at the beginning of last year, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but I mean, what make me stay here? Like, okay, my job, I like my job, what I'm doing, but also I like the quality of life, especially in Munich, you know. Mm. I think you have tram, you have train one hour, you're on the Alp. If you want to go to lake, sorry, one hour, you're on a lake on, in the Alp. That's you can go to Czech Republic, like two, three hours, you can go to Austria. You can go to Netherlands, you can go everywhere. Yeah, yeah. that's another mm -hmm. one. And maybe because you started talking about what you were doing when you first moved to those countries that you were really, you know, wanting to learn the language. Do you have any advice for people who are living in a country with a different language and trying to learn that? I say if you want to stay somewhere for a longer time, you learn the language. Yeah. This is, I think, because you can mix mix with the people easier, and you can. <laughs> yes, I'm. <laughs> yeah, I'm... learn German. Yeah, <laughs> I totally agree. Deutschland, and it, it it gives you also more possibility. If you want to change your job, you can easier change your easily change your job. Uh, they they look at the German level. And of course, if you go on the street and somebody swore at you, you understand that too. That's also the negative part <laughs> of that. <laughs> but it happens. I think it's it makes sense to learn the language. Mm, yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. 
I also know Mason um, that you are like the type of person who does a lot of different things. Um, yes, Jesus yeah. told me. <laughs> so he was he was talking about how you joined like Toastmasters. So maybe a little bit about that. Um, how how did you decide to join and like what has been your experience so far? And maybe what is Toastmasters? <laughs> yeah. oh, I just said it before. Toastmaster actually is an American organization, and the head 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 office is in USA. And Toastmasters has a has a what do I I, can, I don't know exactly. They say Toastmasters is where the leaders are made, mm. and in Toastmasters you learn the public speaking by doing public speaking. But also you learn other stuff beside that, and you learn networking, and you learn to organize the event. And like there are uh, more than I think thirty thousand clubs around the world in different languages: German, English, or many other languages. And each club has like I think between twenty-five to 30, 40, 50, even hundred members. And the structure of one event. The normal structure is that you go there and you stay in front of the people from the club and you deliver a speech according to a project that you got before. And then you got you get feedback from everyone on the club, which I think is super cool, yeah, because you put yourself there and you get this feedback. And of course, you can use them to improve your skills in mm. making a presentation. And I think in the world now, we need to learn how to present we want to not be on a normal level in in our career at least also in a relationship like when you go there you if you can present yourself better you can improve mm -hmm. the level of the relationship yeah. but uh, how did i do that i was super shy and you I were super shy i cannot believe that <laughs> yeah i couldn't believe that neither and then I was just looking in internet say yeah, i want to not be shy i want to do public speaking it's the most scary thing for me at that moment it was the most scary thing. And then Google gave me Toastmaster mm -hmm. and I searched in Munich and I found my club and I joined them. Cool. And I still yes. remember just like that. From, just like that. From, from side to public uh, uh, speaker. Yes. Just got fed up, go for it. Oh, nice. That's really cool. I like, I like that um, yeah, attitude. Very the people message. were so helpful actually in the club. They supported me. And not only while giving feedback, also the first time I went to the club, they were very welcoming. They talked to me so happily and we are friendly. And then I decided, hey, this is a place I want to stay there. Mm. And of course, the first speech I made, it was a catastrophe. <laughs> Nobody said that. Everybody said, oh, it's cool. Oh, super good. You can improve even better. And then Okay, I believe it was good, but I knew it was not. <laughs> now that you have really learned and you have and you got very good, now, now you you look back and you say, "Oh my god!" <laughs> but this is normal, right? I mean, true. No, but this is really cool. Like you, uh, you acknowledge something that you wanted to improve and you acted on it. I think that's super inspiring, actually, um, because a lot of people maybe, uh, you know, we we uh, we know something that uh, we are weak at. And we kind of just live our, our lives just believing that it'll always be like that instead of you know doing something to change that. So that's that's yeah. really cool. And I think in fact, interesting fact, what I read some time ago, uh, what people are most 
scared of is talking in public more yeah. than death. Death, yeah. The, what they are people more scared of talking in, in public. So crazy, yeah. yeah. Wow. And I imagine that it was also good in terms of like meeting people in Munich. Yeah. Um, or like networking and I think I, you said a little bit about also how that was what brought you from Sweden to Munich like uh, helped you find the job and I don't know I, I feel like networking is also some kind of core like uh, focus area whenever you're moving to a new a new country do, do you feel the same or how has been your experience with with that meeting people whenever you move to a new city that's true, actually. I used to also, especially in Munich, because in Sweden, I was more busy with the study and my classmates, so I didn't have much problem. Well, mm -hmm. here, when you come, you are working and then evening, you are alone. Mm -hmm. And I went to many networking events as well. Mm -hmm. And yeah, okay, I talk to people for five, 10 minutes, and then we go and the next meeting, they come, they don't come, you don't make really- Yeah, but when I went to Toastmaster, then I found the, <clears throat> say common ground with people you know mm. then they come regularly and then you also make friends from this networking and then of course like in munich there are 13 clubs and these clubs go visit the other clubs or there are events and you get to know the other people from other clubs which have the same interest as you have yeah and then like this makes it even like like a big community right it's like a big exactly. community exactly yeah. Yeah, of and people all of who have the same goal somehow. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do like some com competitions or stuff like that with so many clubs? We did competition. Uh, my last competition was 2019. Oh. Uh, yeah. This is my medal from. Oh <laughs> wow! Okay. Can you can you show us? So you won actually. <laughs> uh, no, I got the third place. Actually, just the first place went further. Oh, but third place is awesome. places, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> can we watch it sometime? Like, can can people who are not part of the club actually watch the, the talks? The uh, you, you, I thought you wanted to watch my medal. <laughs> <laughs> you want to show no, no. your medal for sure. <laughs> no, I was uh, yes, you can. You, if you are not a Toastmaster member, Mm -hmm. At the moment, the they conference, we call them conference conferences, and they have also competition inside their online. Mm. But some of them is for free. You can just go and see the smaller one. But for bigger one, you have to... Yeah, for bigger one, I'm not sure. I think you should be a member and register. For the smaller one, you can just go. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because I imagine it would also be interesting to hear the topics of the people, because it will be a diverse set of topics, right? Yeah. So. Would be yeah. interesting. If, if you're interesting, <laughs> yeah, if you're interesting, actually, the biggest, the, the higher level of competition are in YouTube. You can just search yeah. Toastmaster competition. The worldwide, whatever. Yeah. yeah, the worldwide. Yeah. Cool. Super cool. Yeah, I, I would definitely check that out. Let's talk about another. Let's say another um, interest of yours which I heard about improv acting. So tell us about that. How did you get into it or what motivated you to get into that? And how has it maybe improved your life? I take another, another character. <laughs> <laughs> what was your question? Um, how did you, what motivated you to get into improv acting and or improv theater and 
how has it maybe improved your life? If no, it is. <laughs> uh, Toastmaster was not enough for me. Okay, I wanted more ad adrenaline in my blood. And okay. Toastmaster has a structure, but improv gives you more. Uh, and after a while, I wanted something else. I wanted something that you can move like free more freely hmm. and i had a let's say let's say that let's say that i haven't said i haven't said this anywhere before i had a not super cool time in my life and i had a dark time in my life and by I, I used to visit this psychologist and she told me that it helps you to go do improv hmm. all right like to to impress yourself to express yourself to talk easier and at that moment i didn't really listen to her but just some some months after i come back one improved guy came to our toastmaster club i said i have a workshop oh I'm wow try yes i'm going to try that now and i tried that and i love wow. that so cool. yeah and then i stayed i love that and I stayed. Actually, I also went with you twice. Yeah. I, I really liked it, to be honest. I really liked it. It really got me off my comfort zone completely. Mm -hmm. But somehow I didn't follow up for timing issues and stuff. But I, I have to say it's really cool stuff. It's funny. And it really gets you out of your comfort zone, which is always good. So yeah, thank you for that time when you invited me and shared that with me. You're welcome. We can come again. I probably will. Yeah. Both of you. Yeah. Yeah. I want to try that. I actually heard about that, like using like theater also as a therapy for kids, for, you know, helping kids also develop their, you know, personality, um, giving them a, a platform to be able to express themselves. So I think it, it really works. Um, but what I'm really uh, inspired about is the way that you try new things and somehow you know you you experienced you said you experienced some you know dark times um challenges and then or you recognize some weaknesses and you make an intentional you know decision that hey i'm going to try this i'm going to try that you don't always find the solution but at least you're trying to you're moving forward taking steps so that's super cool actually yeah and you are awesome. i think you are a really brave person because you are doing stuff with people normally don't dare to do because it's really scary stuff i mean yeah. like talking in public or going to some place and try start doing something crazy yeah, spontaneously like wow i mean this scares uh, people a lot so you are really brave mason really. thank you <laughs> yeah so Mesam, I think we have like there's so much to talk about <laughs> all your ex all your adventures. Um, <laughs> but maybe we save it for another episode. Also, <laughs> I think on Mesam part one. two. Yeah. I already I'm already liking it. <laughs> yeah. But maybe Thank we you. can end with some advice for people. Um, let's start with advice for people who are moving abroad. When you see advice for people. It reminds me of a grandpa giving advice. <laughs> give us advice, please. Mason. You have a lot of experience. We want to know about your wisdom. <laughs> no, you, okay. 
Um, yeah, I think if you wanna go abroad, the first thing is that learn the language. It helps a lot. And go, okay, these days are internet everywhere. There are meetup, Facebook events, events. And I think it's, it's super good to, to go and see people. If you're working somewhere, just, just just don't go to work and spend the evening with your colleagues. I have people, they go to work and spend the evening with their colleagues. Mm. And then they are complaining, this is so difficult here to find friends for me. I'm saying, what do you do then, bro? <laughs> just come to meet yeah. up for me. Just mm -hmm. things like that. I think yeah. just try to mix, to, to find your own group. And, yeah. Yeah. And not only go and not only go to meetups where you will just meet to dream because you say that it's very inconsistent. You don't really. It's rare that you will make a group of friends, but some uh, activity that people will engage more, maybe, and you can make group and share the same interest. Yeah, remember how we met? Yeah, we were playing kickball in yeah. in the park. Yeah, so and it was a meetup. It was a yeah. Meetup. And actually, we made a, a small group of, of guys out of there. Also, Ivan and Jackson, that maybe they want to also participate in some future at this. Yes. <laughs> no, but that's a really good point. I think I think I've also you know kind of observed that that when you uh, meet people uh, around a specific activity or interest, then it also helps to like get to know each other, and then this is where you you know build authentic relationships or friendships with people. Yeah, that's really good advice also. Cool, and what about advice for public speaking? Just do or that. Getting out, or getting out of the comfort zone. Okay, then go to uh, improv. <laughs> yeah. Fine. There, are, there, are, there are many improvs around the world at this moment. Okay, one of the, I would say, one of the positive aspects of this lockdown time is that I could attend many improved course online with the teacher that are not in Germany. Ah, in, so you're doing in, online courses? In English. Cool. In English, exactly. Then they are in the teachers in the US, the teachers are in England, in Australia, and you can go visit them now because they have yeah. online courses. And yeah. I think if you want to get out of your comfort zone, just we shouldn't do impro or toastmaster you need to find maybe your own thing i don't know but but for me it was that like just go to toastmaster if you want to do public speaking i i really suggest to go at least to visit toastmaster you don't need to become a member visit them two times three times if you like and you stay there hmm. that's great. you are fed up of of uh, being shy and you want to remove this limit from your life go there and people are really welcoming and it feels like oh my god but it would be good yeah exactly cool yeah awesome. maybe we will try that cool yeah or you can do something else that you are doing now create a podcast yes <laughs> <Create> a podcast. <laughs> just to try whatever it. makes you happy yeah <laughs> yeah cool well, awesome. that was super super fun actually we got to know a lot about you that we didn't know before <laughs> um, so thank you so much Maysang and thank you thank Mason. you for sharing all your like let's say life adventures and all the things that you've done um, to kind of continue to grow as a person and develop as a person that's like I think something we should all kind of uh, take away from this from this episode 
So thank you so much. Thank you, Mason. It was great to have you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Anna. That was great to be here. Awesome. Come back See for you soon, my friend. Invite me, I will come. Invite me, I will come. Yes, perfect. And maybe maybe we do a sample of your improv um, uh, skills. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Ciao. <laughs> Thank you for joining us at Miranda Stories. Tune in next time for more stories. Real people having real conversations about real life. Over a nice Miranda. Gracias. Having salamat. No. <laughs> it has to be in front of you. Yeah, this down a bit. Like, no. The up, up, yeah, yeah. this. This is good. Like this? I think so, yeah. Wait, and if it would be. Behind me, not like this. Backlight is not good on camera. It should be front okay, light. light. Okay. It should always be in front of you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there, nice. Wow, nice. Cheers. Can I start? Focus. Do you have the the questions there? You are responsible for, yes. you know, for the. Yes. Yes. Can we eat? Anna, look. Leave some. Make sure that you are not like this. Ah yeah yeah yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'll just relax. Make sure and you are not like this, Anna. Yeah, 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 yeah. As you prefer, but make sure be careful. Okay, a little bit of air. Or... As you prefer, but <laughs> bam. As you prefer, but do it right. <laughs> Hello. Oh my Lisa. God. You look great. Yeah. <laughs> Is it serious? <laughs> wow. Like, <laughs> oh my God. I can't change to like normal. No, it's good. It's it good. It looks like you are coming from a from a wedding. <laughs> <laughs>